Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Master Books podcast. Today, Anna Walter is here with me. She's a homeschool mom of six, and she's graduated two students still homeschooling her way through the rest of the students that she has at home. And she's going to talk to us about being the carpenter of your child's education and building a specialized education to meet their needs as well as their interests and what they're really good at and what they may have challenges in using curriculum as the tool. So you as the carpenter, the curriculum as the tool, she's gone through some certain situations and um, has seasons in her life that have required her to make adjustments as well as special needs. And so I think you're really going to be able to relate to her experience and see how you can growth hack your way through your child's education and really own this homeschool thing. So let's get started. Welcome to the Master Books Podcast, where we bring you conversations that will strengthen your biblical worldview and the faith of your family. I'm Jennifer White, publicist at Master Books, a division of New Leaf Publishing Group. As host of this show, I'll be opening the doors to the Master Books family library of books, authors, and curriculum. For over 45 years, our company has been about one thing, ink on paper to touch eternity. In a world increasingly at war with God, we are publishing to partner with you to disciple your family, the church, and the nations. All right, Anna, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's fun to get to work with you. Anna is a homeschool teacher of six, as I mentioned. She's graduated too. She still has a few at home that she is teaching and we'll let her tell you about that. And she's also works with me at Master Books. She is a moderator at the Moms of Master Books Facebook group. So she is helping answer questions and making sure everyone gets an opportunity to get um, the feedback that they need from other moms as well as the Master Books team. So customer service, a lot of customer service, a lot of community building, and it's been really fun to work with you. So I'm so glad we get to do the podcast together too. Thank you. I'm excited. Yeah. So today we want to talk about such a great topic, such a great topic for you, talking about growth hacking and talking about the parent homeschool parent being the carpenter of their child's individualized education and the curriculum itself being the tool. So the two working together to build something very unique for each unique masterpiece of a child that God has created and that you get to steward in your home and your homeschool. So tell us a little bit about the different situations or seasons in your life or needs that you have come across and I don't know. Tell us how many years you've been doing this. So I have been homeschooling for 16 years. I've graduated two. One is in college and he is thriving. He's loving it. And um, so we've been at this for a while. We've used many different curriculums and I had felt like I was a slave to certain curriculum because I'd spent so much money on it. Mm -hmm. And it was when I came to master books and I heard Randy talk about growth hacking, talking about the curriculum is your tool. You are the carpenter that I felt like he gave me permission to close the workbook and to do what works for us. Now I'm not an expert in homeschooling. I'm an expert in my family because I know their needs. Right. So just some things that have worked for our family is in different seasons. We've been through many different seasons with six kids. We've been through health issues. We've been through uh, seasons with children leaving the nest and trying to adjust. When you go from six kids to five and then down to four, 
it's it's hard. It's it's a new uh, season that you have to adjust to. And we have been implementing um, different systems in our homeschool to help with that transition, mm -hmm. especially with our 10 year old boy who we found out um, was uh, mildly dyslexic through all of this. And also he was losing his best friend, his older brother to right. college. So just trying to transition through that. We've been through um, seasons where um, my youngest is um, has medical challenges where doctors can't figure things out. And we've been through so much testing and we've had to um, base our homeschool off of that and homeschool around what we've had to do with her mm -hmm. and growth hack, what works with our family and what do we have to put aside? So right. many different seasons, many different circumstances, even when a course isn't working for a kid that we just went through as well, that we had to say, you know what, your heart is more important than this course. We're going to find something else. Right. Right. Well, I love learning about how you've had to move through those seasons and the fact that it sounds counterintuitive, right, that you're losing children out of your homeschool nest and it actually got harder. It seems like it would get easier, but you've had older students that were able to help homeschool the younger. I've seen pictures of your older two reading and doing a course with the younger ones. Yeah, they were very vital. And we tell our, our kids, every single one of you are essential to our family. It takes a family to make us function. And um, my older son, who's now in college, he loves science. He is a science buff. And I don't know where he gets some of his information, but <laughs> I'm like, how did you know that? Um, but because he loved that, I tapped into that and I said, hey, your younger brother wants to learn about uh, God's design, heaven and earth. I need my attention over here with these kids. How about you take this and you love science. So you're learning and you're teaching and he can do it as well. And they loved it. They enjoyed that bonding time. They enjoyed that time together. Even when um, we started our homeschool year before he left, he was doing some of the, the science activities in adventures in creation with the light and showing the kids the light and how it works. And, um, he loves that. So yeah, the, every, all of our children take part in everything we do. Right. So precious that you have this multi-age and you've got your systems put in place and you are having to adjust. You've had this beautiful experience with him teaching, helping with those courses. And then now he's gone. So you're shifting again and you know, it just keeps happening. You just keep shifting based on what's happening in your family. So tell us a little bit more about you as the carpenter and the curriculum as the tool. Give us some examples of how you've had to do that personally with master books. So every single one of my children are different. They don't learn the same. They don't think the same. And so we have had to customize to, to work for each child. I have a, a high school daughter who um, she's super smart and she she does really great in some subjects and other subjects, they're just not her strong suit. Mm -hmm. So we have had to um, get rid of a couple courses that weren't working for her and bring in a couple other courses that will work for her. So that way she could understand and get it. We've also had to um, jump back a level for mm -hmm. my son to build a foundation. And when we learn about different diagnoses with our kids, I think sometimes we get like freaked out and 
we recently learned my 10 year old is, has mild dyslexia and it kind of freaked me out, but we went back to level three of language mm -hmm. lessons to build that foundation and we're growth hacking through level three to adjust, to accommodate him. Mm -hmm. um, my oldest, my oldest son who graduated, uh, we were actually told um, that an expert told us that he should be in public school, that homeschooling was not right for him because I couldn't uh, give him what he needed to succeed. My son laughed. I laughed because we knew that was never the answer. And we went home and we growth hacked different systems and different courses that would work for him. He loves reading. He can read a book. The writing, not so much, but he can read and he can retain. Mm -hmm. So we took some of his courses and instead of having him write in the uh, teacher's guides and doing those activities, just writing, we decided to do, we would um, make videos in them. We would um, do oral narration to help. So I knew he understood and that way he could get through the course, but it tailored to his needs and his interests, mm. especially with. Uh, some of the courses that required a lot of extra writing. Okay. So that was with one child who had, this worked well for him. And you're, as a mom, balancing, I've got this kid with this, this special needs or special way of learning or unique way of learning. And then you've got somebody else, like this child did great in algebra. This child didn't do great in algebra. So you're always looking and shifting. And the growth hack term, in case y'all haven't, heard that before. Randy uses it a lot in teaching tips, which he gives on Thursdays in the Masterbooks app at 3.30. We highly recommend you catch those and you can catch the replays as well there. But in growth hacking, it's really kind of a marketing term where you are looking for, you're going to try something new. If it works, you do more of it. If it doesn't work, you shift let go of something so you can try something else and you just keep building. And it, you know, it takes, it's not one straight linear path. Like here's, here's my whole homeschool from K through 12. You've got it figured out. You're going to do it. And all that's planned. It doesn't necessarily work that way. And I like that in our catalog in the master books, homeschool catalog of resources, like for instance, in science, we have a lot of different options. It looks like, wow, there's too many things to choose from here, but actually you've got different ways of learning, different opportunities to have like maybe more hands-on learning with and story-based learning with our Let's Talk Science and then something a little different with God's design. So tell us a little bit how of how you have seen in the science department for your kids, how that's worked for them and having options. So when we first started Masterbook Science, we didn't have all of these resources that we okay. have now, which I, I love all of the sciences. So I've had children that didn't get to use some of the sciences. Um, so when we first came, my oldest daughter, she hated school. She hated it. Um, we came from a big box curriculum and she was just school is dumb. I don't need this stuff. And she started astronomy, the Jason Lyles course. And she goes, mom, did you know this? And she's quoting things from the book and it sparked mm -hmm. this love for learning. And I didn't dare say, oh, you're learning. <laughs> <laughs> I went along with it. And no, I didn't know that, sweetheart. And then she, um, 
she that sparked a love for oh i want to try this science and so she tried the pre-med and she loved the pre-med and learning mm -hmm. about um how we're created and learning all the different uh the studies in that course and she didn't have biology so then we did do biology as um uh for a credit and she lo she loved that too and we did it with a group when we have younger kids and some of these courses came out, I noticed that like God's design for heaven and earth, my son who loves science mm -hmm. uh, didn't get to use that course. So he taught his younger sibling oh. who loved that course. We've also done it to where we have combined when needed because of different seasons in our life where I couldn't sit down with each and every child because of whether it was having um, a baby or having a child having medical issues, whatever the case is, I've been able to combine, um, pick something they were both interested in and do it that way so they could both learn or all three learn. My daughter who's in high school now, she loves the anatomy and physiology courses and okay. she's done, she's done all of them. And this new, the, the new book came out and she's even doing that and she's using it as an elective because she, that's what she loves. And she loves learning about the body and the different systems and just the way that it's presented. I love it. I love it as a mom. I love it, um, as someone who has, um, has that medical background because it's it's from a creation standpoint and about how we were created and she's learning um she just got done with the reproductive system and mm -hmm. she learned it from a biblical point of view she didn't learn it from a kid on the street or someone or yeah. a teacher at school she learned it in a very appropriate manner and that's mm -hmm. and i love that i love that no matter the needs of our kids the sciences cater to that whether it's um We've made before Let's Talk Science came out, um, we made science journals to go along with some of the courses because of the younger kids. They couldn't do the word searches or some of the um, writing that was involved. So they were able to draw and write simple words. We have done where we've just taken um, a specific course out of God's design for life or a specific section out of it and focus on that section. Mm -hmm. I, I have a son who loves reptiles. He loves animals. And if it were up to him, we'd probably own a zoo right now. <laughs> so we took that, that section out and we were able to do like a unit study with the animals and pull from the zoology course, pull from um, the sea, soil and sky course and create something for his interest that he was interested in and learning. Wow. That's, I love that. I love how you are building their education, whether it's unified, you know, the whole family learning together or in their individual courses and even having the older students teach. That's really neat. So tell us a little bit more about the son who has the new diagnosis of the slight dyslexia and what um, you were you were inspired to do with using the curriculum that you knew we had available how did you build as the carpenter of his education a solution that works for him? So we were already into our school year when mm -hmm. we went to a well child. Um, our pediatrician, we love her. She's very um, for homeschooling. We talk about homeschooling. But anyways, yeah. um, we were discussing uh, some concerns that I had. He's 10 years old and some mm -hmm. concerns that I had with his writing, with his reading. And she said, Anna, this is not developmental. 
anymore. She said, this is signs of dyslexia. I really think that he is dyslexic. And then she looked at my son and she said, listen, this isn't a bad thing. She said, your brain just works differently. She said, there are very uh, successful people in the world mm -hmm. who, whose brains work like your brain. Mm -hmm. She's like, we just have to learn how to teach you where you're at. And so she brought a positive spin on it. Me inside, I was freaking out. I, I don't have a child that um, is dyslexic. I hadn't dealt with that. I have dealt sure. with average kids or like my son who excelled through things because he was just a fast learner. I didn't um, have a child who had a challenge yet. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I kind of panicked and I was looking at different curriculum. I have to change. I have to do this because this is what the world says. And we went and had him um, um, evaluated and we <laughs> were, we were, we had him evaluated and I was talking with the evaluator and she said, well, our program can do this, this, and this, and it's going to be $500 a month. And I, I went, oh, oh, okay. Um, I don't have $500 a month. And she said, oh, we have a cheaper option. She said, but it'll, you'll have to teach him more. And I said, okay, I, I already do. So I'm like, okay. And she's like, well, it's all online and telling me all this stuff that they would do online and how it would work. And that was only $300 a month. Mm. Well, everything she was telling me that I should be doing with him with the, um, a, a specific method, I realized I could do that with what I had on my bookshelf. I could do that with language lessons. And I asked some friends, I said, Hey, you know, what would you do? What are your thoughts? And they said, Anna, that's what Masterbooks is for. Masterbooks works because you're able to tailor it to your child's needs. Now, I have been using Masterbooks for over five years. You would think that I would know this, but. I don't know. I, I think that that diagnosis just, it just scares me. And you're like, Oh no. So, um, we, I sat down with my husband, we prayed about it and we said, you know what, we're going to scratch off the rest of the year. I had everything planned for a whole semester where we were going to be, what we were going to do. We were taking time off for Christmas. I mean, I had the whole, whole thing planned. And I think, you know, we plan and God laughs. <laughs> that a lot. And I haven't even touched my planner since uh, we started um, growth hacking with my son. So we took, uh, we went back to language lessons three mm -hmm. and um, I was looking at Wowza Brain because I know that Wowza Brain is, is really good. We use level one with my daughter who's five and she's reading and I was like, you know what? All of this will work for exactly what these evaluators and these therapists say that my son needs. So we decided a foundation was great and my son was disappointed. He goes, but I already did level three. I don't think I should have to do level three. Right. And I said, hey, we're going to be real for a moment. Your brain works differently and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But my brain doesn't work like that. So I need level three so I can see how you learn and we can build on this. Oh, that's genius. And we can go as fast as you want, or we can go as slow. We're going to take it one day at a time and we're just going to figure this out. 
So we started with language lessons three, we threw in some Wowza Brain, and I love Wowza Brain because um, level three has some silly things in it, and so it makes it fun. And my son was laughing through it Aww. and enjoying it. And I would even get involved and I'm like, oh, hey, I can do this. And there was a, a game with your thumbs and um, the word would say down, but the arrow would be up. So you would have to do what the arrow said and with your thumb. It's hard. It's <laughs> Even my brain, it was hard. And we'd laugh and we'd giggle. And he saw me make mistakes. He saw that I couldn't understand it. And that helped him build that confidence. Mm, that's so smart. And with language um, lessons three, starting on that foundation where we could say, hey, we know that he uh, thinks this way. He thinks in pictures. He thinks in patterns. Let's tap into that. And so we use the word shapes. We use the um, we do different spelling activities that are in the back. I've gotten out different uh, colored pencils mm -hmm. and told them, hey, we're going to use blue for consonants, red for vowels, and we're going to see this and work through this. And he has thrived. He has built that confidence and he has um, enjoyed learning again. Oh, that is such a heartwarming report because it could have gone a different way where it was just such a stress on you financially and mentally exhausting. I've got to pay for this. This is a challenge. This is a new thing that added on top of what I've already got to do and, and just seeing him struggle and be frustrated. But instead it's like the Lord gave you the liberal wisdom that he promises in James one five that you and your husband prayed and, and you just accessed your resources. You talked to some of the moms of master books and you figured out what to do. You just yeah. kind of knew what to do and, and you can still shift it again if you need to. But isn't it great that him seeing you struggle, you play in the game, you not getting it perfectly, just gave him permission to mess up, permission to have a moment when he's not perfect and, and just have that confidence to take him on through his education. And I think that's great for kids to see that we are human and we make mistakes too. And, and some of this stuff, um, you know, creating silly words, it's fun. And it, it shows them that you can be silly too. And that just because they have a challenge doesn't mean it's going to be boring or mundane that this challenge is actually a uniqueness and it, it is a strength because our children are given to us by God mm -hmm. and he created them. And by saying, when I got that diagnosis, I was kind of like, God, well, like, like we were normal, like, hello. And God really burdened my heart and said, I wouldn't have given you this child if I didn't think you could raise him for me. Mm -hmm. And when we stand before God, I don't think God is going to say, oh, you didn't use this popular method. You didn't use this popular course. Oh, sorry, you failed. You know, he's going to say, how did you show me through this? How did yes. you glorify me? How did your son see me through this? And I really think that is where um, where we need to be is how is this glorifying God in this? Absolutely. And I talked about this in one of the recent podcasts that, and I think it was with Bridget who created their Wiles of Brain courses that you mentioned that having a challenge, having a weakness is really an opportunity to glorify God. And I love 2 Corinthians 12, 9, that talks about, you know, when you boast to the Lord about your weakness, then his power comes and rests on you there. We're, he, God's not expecting us to be perfect in order to get him to smile. 
the very fact is that he is a father figure and he is El Shaddai. He's a supply for us. He's a protector. He's a, you know, way maker. So he makes a way for us. And we will, if we humble ourselves, like praying and asking for help, we can glorify him in the learning challenge, in the dyslexia, because your son and your family, and now everybody listening to this podcast gets to know God made a way for you, a simple, affordable way for you and your son to overcome this challenge and to allow him to bloom and thrive in the future as a learner, knowing how he learns well. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I'm not an expert on dyslexia at all. Mm-hmm. I just know what works for our family and how we've met those needs. And I think that's key is saying, hey, no matter what, I'm going to meet you where you're at. Mm-hmm. I know that um, that, you know, there are some people do need those other options and those other options are great. But for our family, we didn't need those. And I was able to just um, use what we had, Masterbooks, and mm-hmm. cater to that need and, and fit that need for him. Right. And I, I have a creative mind and it sounds to me like you had a creative idea or you were presented when you sought wisdom, you were presented with a creative solution that was also affordable because you just took this very affordable course, even though you had to go back to level three and then the Wowza Brain course is very affordable and created a solution that you paid for once, yeah. you know, instead of your monthly $500. And that, you know, not to say everybody's going to be able to do that. You may need the $500 course in the future for something, but I just love it when we can see God providing a way for us. And I believe that this is such a season of the Lord blessing his people so that those people who don't know him yet or question him can see that the people of God are blessed that this is how God takes care of their his own. And so why wouldn't they want to know more about him? So I love that he did that for your family and used specific courses to do it. Can you tell us a little bit about how Wowza Brain worked for your son? Like what were some of the specific, which course did you use? Because there are three of them at masterbooksacademy.com. Which course did you use? And then how, what, what were the components or are the components that you were using with him? So we used Wowza Brain 3 mm-hmm. and um, we played the games. There's Flip Flopper, which was the arrows that we did. Mm-hmm. And that's training your brain to um, recognize different things. Um, so the the word will say like up, but the arrow will be right. And it says, use your thumb and say the, what direction the arrow is and then use your thumb as well. And so that, that was challenging because... Mm-hmm. It would say up, but it would be point and right. Okay. Um, we also played, you know, remembering things to, to train our brain to remember different things. Vowel play, which you played with different vowels. You start with short vowels. So you go and pick a consonant like ab. So you go ab, eb, ib, ob, ub. And then you would go to uh, long, use those vowels in the long form and say it that way. And some of them were silly because they weren't real words. Mm-hmm. And so you get to giggling about the, the different words you said. And then um, putting things together and tic-tac-foe. So the different games on there and using the metrodome, he wanted to keep going to see how well he could do with, oh, can we do it higher? Oh, can we do it higher? Oh, 
how high can we go? And some of it was pretty hard when he wanted, he just wanted to put it on the max that we could go on, on the app. And, um, He's like, oh, I can do this. And neither one of us could do it, but we <laughs> laughed and we had yeah. fun with it. And he didn't realize that he was learning. And this was part of his school because it was so much fun. Oh, I love that. I will link to um, the three Wiles of Brain courses in the show notes. But I believe that level three is brain connected yes. reading. Yeah. And I will also link in the show notes the latest podcast we have with Bridget, who created the Wells of Brain program that you can find at masterbooksacademy.com. And we do have something that helps you know, if you're at this level of language lessons for living education, then you need this level of Wells of Brain and, you know, shows it all the way through. So thank you so much for giving us an idea of what growth hacking and homeschool looks like for your family and the different seasons that you've been through, like you said, with medical with empty nesting, not that you have a fully empty nest, but having children graduate and move on and changing the seasons that you're walking through and then challenges, just different challenges that come up that are related to learning. So I'm just thankful to see how God's moved and just to witness your tenacity for your family. And this is what we're doing now. This is what we had to do then. You know, you just keep finding a way and God keeps supplying your needs as you do it. And we believe at Master Books that he's going to keep supplying the needs of every homeschool parent that is working, you know, with their children, that he makes a way. And for his glory, you are teaching him to know him, to know him as creator using the Master Books program. Everybody that's listening probably knows by now that our mission is ink on paper to touch eternity or impact eternity. And every lesson, every course, you're going to impact your child's ability to know God, to see him, to hear him, to read the word. And so I love that your son is, is finding a way that he will better be able to read the word in the future and not be frustrated by it. And, and what a great um, what a great way for you to go in as a parent and like clear the obstacle from the path of him knowing God and being able to read and read the word. So thank you for being a part of Master Books team. Thank you for being a part of the podcast again today. And we look forward to talking to you again in the future and finding out what your family is doing that's working for you. Thank you. Great to see you, everybody. We'll see you back on the next podcast. We bless you in the name of Jesus with wisdom, true humility, and fear of the Lord that leads to riches and honor and long life. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for joining the Masterbooks podcast. This was fun, and we are really glad you were with us. We invite you to check out masterbooks.com. We have a big library of books that will feed the faith of your family. And hey, subscribe to our channel so you won't miss an episode. We'll see you next time.